Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. The days, my friend, are evil. So what does he say? All he's trying to say to us is this. God is trying to say, as we walk, we do not have time to make mistakes. We don't have time to do our own thing and have to back up and retract again. We have to take care of every opportunity, be efficient as we're walking for him. We can't procrastinate. We can't be idle. We've got to just absolutely do what he wants us to do when he wants us to do it. Today, Pastor Mark teaches that God guides our steps as we're in the process of walking with him. He says he guides us as we're moving forward. We can't accomplish anything being idle because that's as effective as trying to steer a vehicle when it's not moving. The wheels are all locked up. The application in a spiritual sense is that we should be maturing and growing as we're serving Him. God's Word says it best. Be careful how you live. Be wise. Make the most of opportunities because the days are evil. And finally, don't be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in the book of Proverbs, chapter 4, verse 10, with our continuing study entitled, Happy Healthy Feet. No one, no one comes to the Father or God except through me. You can also write another verse you can study this week, John chapter 10, verse 9, where Jesus speaks about him being the gate again. The wide gate is every other way. In other words, it simply means religion. Doing it my way. Just doing it your way. So, when you take a look at that, Remember that God has designed a gate. There's only one gate. There's only one way off this road. Only one. Now, I want you to look at a survey that was just done on the American Online this week. I don't belong to that, but somebody emailed it to me. And one of the things I was looking at, and I loved it wonderful. It's called the Heaven Survey. They asked these people on AOL this question. How do you get to heaven? Look at the response. This is in America on AOL. 63% believe that living a good life will get you to heaven. Here's the next. 30%, I don't know what happened to the other seven, I guess they have no comment. Uh, 30% believe that having a personal relationship with Jesus gets you there. Here's the next question they ask. How many of you believe you will be there? 90%. 90% of the people who took this poll, 90% said they're going to heaven. Now, are some of those 90% going to be surprised? Happily? Will they have happy feet? No, they will not have happy feet. And sometimes we kind of laugh, ah, big deal. 
I want you to think seriously as we go through. So we have a problem in that you're going to see another verse, and I won't ask you to turn to Proverbs because I'm trying to do this fairly quickly for you tonight. But look at Proverbs 16.25. It's on the overhead for you. It says this. There is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end, it leads to death. So Satan has blinded the people to think that the gate is any gate. You can use anything to get to God. All roads lead to God. You've heard it. Basically, most people agree that just being good enough will get you there. Now, the problem is, that's not true. We already saw tonight that there's a gate, and the only way you can get to heaven, the only way you and I can see God, the only way you and I can get rid of our sins is to go through that gate, have a personal relationship with the person called Jesus Christ. Now, remember, there's only two destinations, heaven and hell. So, you see... We're all born in sin. The wages of sin is death. A person who is on that road, our neighbors, our friends, the person next door to you, some of our relatives, some of my relatives, if they do nothing, they will end up where they don't want to end up. That's a sobering thought. Do nothing. Put it out of your mind. The other ones that are confused are trying to do good. But doing good doesn't get us through the narrow gate. You see, people all say all the time, well, your Christianity is too narrow. I didn't design it. God did. And he's the one, he's the creator. He set the rules. There is only a narrow gate. And it's Jesus Christ. But here's the good news. On this walk of life, when God gives us an opportunity here at the gate, what's going to happen? You have a choice. If you choose Jesus Christ, if you have a personal relationship with him, you change your outcome. You'll end up here in heaven. That is the only way you will get to heaven. If you try to substitute church, communion, good works, giving money, keeping the Ten Commandments, whatever you want to substitute there, you can it is not the right gate. There's only one gate, and it's a narrow gate, and it's the person, Jesus Christ. So remember that. Now, so if I'm going to have happy, healthy feet, or HHF, at that point in the road, which way do I want to go? I want to go like we did last week. I want to go with Jesus. I want to admit my need. We'll give some of you an opportunity at the end. That puts me on a road toward heaven. Now, we're going to come to the second key. Turn to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 10. The second key is, now the rest of this teaching is for everybody that's on the road to heaven. So if you're not on the road to heaven yet, hang on because we'll give you a chance at the end of the service, but here's what your life is going to be like. See, when you get on that road to heaven, you just don't sit back and go, oh cool, I'm on the road to heaven. There's lots of things that are involved in our life, and let's take a look at some of them. Point number two is to listen to and obey God's Word. Once we have this personal relationship with Jesus Christ, our feet are placed on the right path. We have our feet on the right path, and they're going to be happy, healthy feet as we do these things. Now, 
What are we on this road to be like? Two things quickly. To become more like Jesus and to extend his kingdom. We're to become more like him and invite people, make people aware of the gate, make them aware that if they do nothing, they're going to end up where they don't want to end up. And so we're to do that. And while we're doing that, we're to be more like Jesus. Look at what Proverbs 4.10 says. Listen, my son, accept what I say, and the years of your life will be many. Verse 11. I guide you, what? In the way of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. The Bible provides the ultimate goal, which is heaven. The Bible provides the path to that goal or the gate, which we told you already is Jesus Christ. And then the Bible gives us all we need, all the principles, all the power to stay on that road. That's why after you become a Christian, the word of God is so valuable. Look at Psalm 119.59. I have considered my ways and have turned my steps to your statues. So God guides our steps by his word. That's why we study the Word of God. So, when we're here tonight, and some of you are new to fellowship, or new to the church, you, you wonder why we're, we just go through the Word, and why we're turning all these verses, and why we read these things. What does that have to do with anything? This tells us how to walk on the road of life, in every aspect of your life. From a preteen to a teenager to going to college and getting a job and getting married and having children and how to die and how to be a good boss. You, you name it, it's here. So, as I listen to God's word and obey it, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight, I have eventually HHF, which is? That's right. We have happy, healthy feet. Now, if I'm not in the word of God, if I'm not obeying God's word, it will affect my walk. It will affect your feet. And... I want to tell you tonight, you won't have happy feet. And that's why we go through the word verse by verse and verse by verse and going through it because we ponder it, we consider our ways, we, we look tonight, and some of you are going to see that principle very importantly right here as we come to point number three. Number three is make sure all our steps are effective and efficient. Are effective and efficient. Turn back to the New Testament Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. If we are doing what we should be doing as a Christian, our feet will do what the feet of Jesus did while he lived here. We are called Christians. So our feet will do those things that Jesus did. We have a great little summary in just one verse, in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, of what Jesus did, how he ministered. Let's look at it. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. And how he went around doing good and healing all who were under 
the power of the devil. In other words, God is always greater than Satan because God was with him. Now notice back up in that verse, he went around doing good. How did Jesus get around? Did he drive his moped, his car? He got around what? With happy, healthy feet. Everywhere he went, except for the few times he might have ridden a donkey or whatever, he, he went with his feet. And when he went, he did good. Very simple question, just for you to stop for a moment. Just think about it. This last week, where your feet have carried you, did you do good? You see, if we're going to be like Jesus, our feet are going to carry us to places, and we're going to be able to impact and touch people's lives. Were your feet effective and efficient in doing that? Now, Jesus was able to do it because he was empowered by the Holy Spirit. We talked a few weeks ago that I can't change the words that come out of my mouth. I can't really guard my eyes. And that's first my what? My heart is ready. Because out of that stream, everything flows from the heart. So I can't have my feet being effective and going doing the things that God wants unless my heart is right. So how can my heart get right? Well, I have to have that anointing and that power of God in my life. Notice it says, Jesus went everywhere and did all those things. Look at the last couple of words in that verse. Because what? God was with him. That's what Christianity is. It's a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It's not religion. It's not this form. You don't come in, clock in tonight over here, put your little card in, click, click. I did it for the week, threw my buck in the thing, and I'm out of here for the week. It's not that. It's personal. It's 24-7. We've talked about that many times. And so Jesus did it. I can only do it if I also have God's power operating my life. Now look at Proverbs 23, 19. It says this. Listen, my son, and be wise, and keep your heart on the right path. There we are again. The heart is tied in with my what? My feet. So I have to keep my heart right for my feet to go to the right places. As you and I understand that tonight, our feet will absolutely only go in the right path if what? Our heart is right. And a heart getting right gets right because of this, the Word of God in our lives. And that's why we're going through it tonight, because our hearts will stay soft and open and ready to go into the things of God's Word. Now, turn with me quickly to Ephesians. We're moving back. Acts, just keep going to the right. Ephesians chapter 5. I want you to see some very interesting things as we get there. Now, some of us won't like these verses, but they're very important for us. Ephesians 5, verse 15. It says this, Be very careful, then, how you live. Right by that word live, you can put the word walk, because that's what it means. Be very careful, then, how you walk. Well, how should I walk? Well, there's only two ways. Lots of pairs tonight. Unwise or wise. God desires to direct our steps. Don't ever underestimate that statement. God desires to direct your steps. Say that with me. God desires to direct my steps. See, God isn't up there trying to make it hard for you 
to understand His ways. He's given us His Bible. He's given us the Holy Spirit. He's given us pastor teachers so that you can understand how to do life right. So God wants to direct my steps. In fact, He's the one that needs to direct my steps. Listen to Psalm 37, 23. It says this, The steps of the godly are directed by the Lord, and He delights in every detail of their life. God is a God of detail tonight. And there isn't an aspect of your life tonight, I don't care what you think, there isn't an aspect of your life tonight that God doesn't want to direct you in. Think of that. That means I don't have to go like, oh, I don't know which way to go, I don't know which way to go. God wants to direct your steps. Now, how does God direct us? This is a part that we struggle with a little bit. First, God guides one step at a time. Consult Him. I would prefer sometimes for God to show me what the outcome of where I'm going is. Wouldn't you? Some of you have all these decisions. If we could go through this whole room tonight, there'd be lots of decisions you have. And you say, I wonder what's going to happen. And you want to know the outcome. Now, sometimes you've gotten the outcome later, and you really wouldn't have wanted to know it early. Guaranteed. Other times you would have. But God says, no, I'm just going to do it one step at a time. Why is that? The reason for that is that we'll learn to trust Him. You see, He knows the outcome. And all He wants us to do is to take that step and that step. By the way, the, the way you got into this building tonight was just one foot after the other. Some of you little knock me to whatever you're doing like this, whatever. Some of you this way, you just, well, you one foot after the other. And that's how you got into this building. That's the way our lives are lived. We don't go from here and hop back there. We take small steps. Now, as we take those steps, God wants to direct us in all of those steps. Now, as we consult God, as we consult God in every area of our life, and again, don't get ridiculous, tying your shoe and all that stuff, what clothes to wear. I'm talking about in the things that matter. When you go out here tonight, whether you're going to have apple cake or banana or whatever, God could care less. I mean, just whatever, enjoy it. I'm talking about the details of your life that you need help in. We need to consult Him. Now let me give you the bad news. When we do not consult Him, and we all do this, you will end up retracing your steps. And some of them will not be fun. Been there? Yes. So, my natural tendency is to just do it myself. Sometimes that happens with me when I study. I'll sit out earlier in the week, or maybe the week before, or whatever, and actually this week I had like three outlines. I'm just working on it. I mean, I'm consulting God, but sometimes I kind of, this is where I want to go. Do you know God changed it all last night? What you're hearing, I have two other great sermons. I don't know who they're for, but they're there. And it's one and two, and this is number three model. He changed it last night. So I had to get up this morning and rework the whole thing. Because this is what God wanted me to do. Now, I wish I would have been smart enough earlier in the week to get exactly as mine. But evidently, I missed it. I know you never do that. <laughs> so, it caused me what? Extra work. Other times, it isn't that. He's just what? Refining. He's working me. See, the first two were probably for me and not for you. <laughs> That's right. But this one is for you, for sure. Now, let's go on to the next verse. 
So God guides us one step at a time. Verse 16. Make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Can I get an amen to that? I mean, isn't it amazing? You can't hardly... I mean, there is no good news. Who would ever thought we live in a day like this? The days, my friend, are evil. So what does he say? All he's trying to say to us is this. God is trying to say, as we walk, we do not have time to make mistakes. We don't have time to do our own thing and have to back up and retract again. We have to take care of every opportunity, be efficient as we're walking for him. We can't procrastinate. We can't be idle. we got to just absolutely do what he wants us to do when he wants us to do it. That's a great thing to know. Do what God wants you to do when he wants you to do it. See, some of you know exactly what God wants you to do, but you're waiting. Quit waiting. You're procrastinating. Get on with it. There's no time to waste. The days are evil. God has called you to some things. Get on to it. Quit wasting it. Move steps. Go forward. Now, look at verse 17. Do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Remember, he has a plan for each one of our steps. Proverbs 16.9, just write that down. Proverbs 16.9 says this. In his heart a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. So you can have a plan. You're to think down. You're to ponder life. But if God, just like myself, I pondered this this week. God changed my heart last night. Now I can come with my own will and say, forget it. I'd rather go golfing this morning. Or I can say, forget it. I'm going to do what you want. Same in your life. The wise thing is to do is to make your plans, go with them, take those steps as God directs you. If he changes it, then just change with them. He knows what's best. Don't fight it, just change it. Now, here's a key. Don't be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. God guides our steps. Listen to this very carefully. God guides our steps as we are in the process of walking with him. He guides us as we are going forward. Look at this statement. It sounds stupid, but it's very true. You cannot steer a parked car. Now, kids like to do that, you know, 13, I want to, I'm going to want to drive one day and they get in that car, you know, and they're just steering the car. You ain't going nowhere. They can't steer a thing. They can wear your tires out, but they ain't going nowhere. You cannot steer a parked car. We need to be moving forward on the path of life. Now, you say, what does that mean? It means quit procrastinating. Quit being idle. Go for it. The things God has called you to do, get doing them. Another great message delivered by Pastor Mark. Today, he reminded us if we're going to do life right, we have to realize God's will isn't static. This means we should be consistently growing in our spiritual maturity and be willing to be flexible when asked to change direction. God designed the Christian life to be exciting and fulfilling, and as we walk through life, He wants us to enjoy each step with Him. You've been listening to Lessons for Living, the teaching ministry of Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. 
Each day here on Lessons for Living, we share messages that Pastor Mark taught at the main campus in Melbourne. Maybe you're listening right now in Brevard County and you don't have a home church. And today's message was exactly what you were looking for. Join us for worship. We meet at the Melbourne and Vieira campuses on Saturday night at 6 p.m. and Sunday morning at 8.30 and 10.45 a.m. And those in the Sebastian area can join us Sunday mornings at 10.45 a.m. For more information, call us toll-free at 866-779-3441. That's 866-779-3441. Or log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. Make sure and join us for the next edition of Lessons for Living. Pastor Mark will conclude this segment on Happy Healthy Feet. We'll continue to take a look at where we're headed in life and that despite what we say, how we walk it out determines what we really believe. He'll give us a challenge to put our faith in action by remembering what we have feet for in the first place, sharing the good news. Get your walking shoes on. We've got some ground to cover. Well, that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. From all of the production team here at Lessons for Living, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. And together, let's do life right. Our eyes have seen and our ears have heard His Word made flesh in a hurting world A new hope He is giving Lord, let us hear your lessons for